Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode of the Fandom Report. I'm your host, Catherine Mora, and today I'm joined by the lovely Lauren, aka Little Miss Scarlet Witch on TikTok. Hi. Hi, Lauren. Hi. Thank you so much. Thank you again so much for agreeing to join me on this episode today. I'm really excited. Of course. I love talking about anything pertaining to Wanda. So, <laughs> so um, before we like go deep into WandaVision, I guess, unless it um, pertains to your answer, can you um, just kind of give us a little background about like your history with the character? Okay. So I didn't start my journey with Marvel with Wanda, mm-hmm. if that makes okay. any sense. Yeah. The person, the character who actually got me into Marvel was Peggy Carter. Okay. Because I am like a fanatic for all things vintage. So mm-hmm. I love anything, anytime the Marvel Cinematic Universe touches on like the past, past mm-hmm. time periods, anything like that. The first Avenger used to be like my favorite movie. The show Agent Carter was like the love of my life. So that was what really got me into Marvel. And then starting last year, they were, or really before that, they were like, we're going to do this sitcom project with decades and different fashion and all this vintage retro stuff. And I was Mm -hmm. like, naturally, okay, this has to become my whole personality. (laughs) And I was not expecting to even love the show as much as I did, Mm -hmm. but it just, I just started this project when the show came out where I just decided to cosplay an outfit from every episode as the episodes were coming out and yeah that got me into cosplay and that got me into uh Wanda and I just totally fell in love with her and realized like how similar we are and Mm -hmm. that I could do somewhat of a decent like voice impression and then (laughs) that turned into where we are today (laughs) yeah no I remember um seeing you know discovering your your account and being like it's true, like your your voice impressions of Wanda, it's <laughs> just so spot on. Like if like honestly, you guys, if you are not following Lauren on on TikTok, you and you're like a WandaVision fan, you're a Wanda <laughs> fan, you definitely have to because and it's true, like with all the different decades and everything, it's it's so fun to like watch you do that on TikTok, like doing like the different cosplays and everything. And like sometimes when you go like a little more in depth with your videos, like you do like the whole like yeah. aesthetic. Like you did like this yeah. like Christmas theme TikTok too. And oh, I was just yeah. like obsessed with it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it's so good. It's so good. But like, yeah. So can I ask like what your favorite, I don't know if it, okay. There's like two, two questions here. Like what your favorite decade, like the way they presented in the episode was and like what your favorite episode of WandaVision was. Okay. Okay. I would say, oh God, I love, <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> I switch back and forth between my favorites being the 50s episode and the 70s episode. Okay. The 70s episode is funnier, but the the 50s one is more like comfort. And I literally, quite literally have it memorized. Like I could recite (laughs) the whole thing. I love that. So it's like that episode, that episode is so like, just, I just adopted that one, but I love the 70s one. I love them all. So, and I don't know, I love like, I don't know every episode of that show is so good I love episode seven or eight I think it is the one with all the flashbacks yeah that's Um, and you're going through the timeline yeah Mm because there's nine episodes uh that one is so good I I love the 60s episode I love the talent show love the 80s is hilarious the 80s when like the conflict starts rising yeah I don't it's so hard to pick a favorite 
Can I just say though, like I love, so I totally agree. I love the the 60s episodes so much and like the the costumes for like the talent show. I think it's such a shame that like we can't see like the the red of her of her totally. costume. It, like obviously, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be black and white and it's gorgeous and black and white, but like mm-hmm. when you see like the color pictures of her yes. of her her costume, it's like oh, it's so beautiful. I know. So pretty. I'm planning on making that one soon. So hopefully Ooh. I'll be able to like wear it to a con or something and then yeah. in color. So yes, we'll get that a little bit. Oh God. Yes. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's honestly like I would probably have to say either I do love the fifties episode. I think I do love the sixties episode a little more, mm-hmm. um, but I think my favorite is probably the eighties. Cause that one, like you're saying it, it like starts like bringing up the conflict and everything. Mm-hmm. We get like a good combination of like what's going on in Westview and what's going on yeah. outside of the hex. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we finally get like the hexagang as I so affectionately call them yes. <laughs> like outside, like <laughs> it's it's actually funny to me like how much like everybody on tiktok was like simping over jimmy woo and we kind of all just <laughs> forgot about it <laughs> i know that was such a good era like you mentioned it in a video but that time where every video ended with like you got jimmy wooed and it was like a thing <laughs> and, like so everybody fun. finding like every single project that randall park has been in. <laughs> yes <laughs> Oh, oh god, that was so it, good. It really was a much simpler time. <laughs> but I, you know what? No, to be fair, it 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 wasn't. It wasn't because it was a simpler time. But I feel like it was also like the start of when the theorizing, like, really just kind of so got true. out of hand a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I would say, like, even with No Way Home, I think mm-hmm. the theorizing culture the theory culture of the marvel fandom has never been at more of a peak than it was with wandavision like people were just throwing out the most insane stuff no way home was like accurate wandavision was like not accurate at all but really really fun no no and that's the thing it was like we i would say like the fandom was like 98 percent off the mark but it was just so much fun it was so much fun watching like uh-huh. it was like every little thing it was like Mephisto, Mephisto, Mephisto. we're like we're like Reed Still Richards is gonna show Mephisto. up I know I know Mephisto's gonna turn out to be the true villain of phase four I know. do you remember oh, when they were oh my god I'm still like bitter about it they hinted so much at that like I know an engineer who could help us out yes okay it was like (laughs) I know nobody (laughs) okay so I don't know if you know this but because I so a little bit of backstory here when the Ralph Boner thing happened I was like Mm -hmm. so pissed off and so I was like reading all these articles all these interviews trying to get more information and it turns out um I can't remember if it was the the showrunner or the director that was saying like oh yeah like as each episode was released we would like look at the feedback online and then edit the next episode based on that feedback (laughs) so when (laughs) I know I know it's it's insane to me it's insane to me wow it turns out that Reed Richards was like never supposed to be in in the show. It was just going to be some random person, but they saw how yeah. much the fans wanted it to be Reed Richards that they cut out an entire scene with like the actual engineer. In oh the my end. god. 
that makes sense because they like had that whole scene where they were like mm-hmm. hyping it up and then they're like nope yeah. backpedal backpedal that, we that we're just gonna we go there yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not it's no can't, can't do it no. can't do it yeah it's a no-no <laughs> oh goodness I, <laughs> I know yeah it, it was like and to also I think like wasn't Dr. Strange supposed to be in it at some yes. point yes yes there were so many like rumors and like confirmed rumors that he was yeah. no I think that was like cut like he had a scene at the end or something mm. I think it's something that's like connected to multiverse of madness like he was yeah it was something that they just filmed while they were shooting that and like yeah. it was something like that that they ended up not putting in that makes sense because WandaVision was supposed to come out like right before multiverse of madness yes. was going to be released so that does make sense um yeah. I just wish that Marvel and Disney would just like release like all of the deleted scenes like that would be like a great one year anniversary present for us like I feel like there's so much there like even if the special effects yeah. aren't complete like we've seen that with like other our Marvel projects but like mm-hmm. just so that we can see like what was cut like what could have happened because yeah. it was already such a crazy project um and I say that with all the affection in the world and yeah <laughs> yeah just no, audit- totally agree. it's because it, I mean and I know that this is it's hard to compare WandaVision to like any other show because you have like yeah. the sitcom stuff going on but then you have like the big scale Marvel stuff going on and then you have right. it like going back and forth between the yeah. two it's I mean it was a genre that Marvel has never like remotely touched in the past like mm-hmm. WandaVision jump-started phase four in a way that nothing else could. I feel yeah. like it was just so, I mean, it set the precedent. So what I love about WandaVision is how character-focused it is. And mm-hmm. I feel like all of phase four has been way more character-focused than anything in the MCU has been in the past. And I'm really big on like character focus. So to start with that to open the year and then and that feels like it set the precedent for phase four yeah I agree I totally agree yeah. um <laughs> kind of side note but not entirely it reminds me there's this TikTok going around um <laughs> it's that guy who always does like Tony Stark build Marvel in a cave with a box of scraps oh yeah <laughs> but, uh-huh. but this it was like it was him watching WandaVision with his friend and it was like WandaVision built phase four in a cave with a box of scraps <laughs> And I'm like, 100% it did. So true. Yeah. It really did. And I feel like it's doing it in ways that we won't even be able to fully appreciate until like Multiverse of Madness, until even Quantumania comes out. Like it, it's really, and I think part of it too, like the confusion with like how, because I know a lot of fans are like, wait, but it's supposed to be like multiverse, like, but nothing really happened here because the story was initially set to like connect directly into multiverse of madness i feel like once we finally see that movie we're gonna see the pieces like Mm -hmm. any loose ends that we might have had in wandavision we're finally gonna be able to see how it all wraps up yeah completely yeah so okay so when you were watching spider-man knowing home for the first time and you're sitting Mm -hmm. there you're waiting for the after credits and then all of a sudden it's the teaser for multiverse of madness Oh God. Oh, I will never forget it. Like, so first of all, I don't know if this happened to you. So many people left. Yes. I was pissed off. Like, how can you just leave? I know. No, <laughs> this I is know. what I've been saying all year through all four movies that have come out this year is 
Marvel has been a thing for like close to 10 years now and it's very mainstream and like not some like secret thing anymore that there's like extra scenes like everyone knows that there are more like yeah stay I don't understand it's not even that no it's also like because it's such a huge thing with Marvel like other movies yeah are doing it too because of Marvel so it's like you you just you stay for the for the post credit scene like exactly and it also it's like because so I'm assuming you know there's a few people in there who like that's their second time maybe watching the yeah. film yeah so I can understand but the amount of people who like got up and left I'm like there's no way no, there's I no know. way it's <laughs> <laughs> no I remember sitting in the theater I went with my family for like the third or fourth time mm-hmm. and I'd seen it like a million times and my mom leans over we'd all seen it and my mom leans mm-hmm. over she's like can we go before the second one I was like my pride cannot do that I cannot bear to like be seen as someone leaving the theater before like I need everyone to know I'm legit (laughs) I know the trailer's on Instagram now but like it's about the honor code yes and also like the experience too like it's it's something totally different when you're there and you're like surround sound huge screen seeing you know wand up and oh okay so can I just talk about how in the in the teaser she's like in her garden pruning branches I'm like okay this is like some sort of metaphor for the multiverse 100% oh I haven't gotten into like too much theories about that trailer Mm. yet so that is so true I haven't even thought about that that's I'm I'm trying not to just because like I wanted to give myself a little more time to breathe after like Mm -hmm. no way home and Hawkeye before like diving (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) we're like diving deep into um that Mm -hmm. teaser and like and the thing is, like we're saying, like we know the fandom, like we know that we can come up with like a million and one theories. Yeah, and yeah. It's not always, always. going to be accurate, but yeah. that was like one scene in particular that immediately stuck out to me. That you know, oh, yeah. it's it's like the first time we've really seen her in anything since WandaVision, and that's like I the know. visual that they choose to to present to us. And I'm like, this is, I, I see what you guys are doing here. <laughs> Totally, totally. Everything means something, especially with those kind of movies in the mm-hmm. MCU where it's like, this is a big movie. Like everything mm-hmm. is going, everything leading up to it is so mm-hmm. strategic. So like, it definitely means something. Yeah. I just think like, gosh, being there, cause like Wanda, like Wanda had a fan base before WandaVision, but after mm-hmm. WandaVision, like she became a huge comfort character and like one of like the main favorite characters of so Mm -hmm. many people and so just being in that theater and like I knew that it was coming the multiverse of madness because they had been like they had been like hinting at it like dropping and then there were all those like rumors I don't know if you were like in on that the Mm -hmm. weeks coming up to it where it was like the multiverse of madness trailer is gonna be like somehow aligned with no way home I thought it was gonna drop like the week after or something like that and then yeah. somebody told me like before I saw it that the multiverse of madness thing was the second post credit scene so I okay. knew it was coming but just hearing like the whole theater like scream when they saw her <laughs> was so yeah. validating like <laughs> we love her together <laughs> like it's just so fun everyone shares yeah. this love for this character and it's like mm-hmm. probably most of us never had this emotion for her before since Mm -hmm. this year but like now we've gone through so much with her that it's like so exciting to see her again and like she ended on such a cliffhanger note that it's like 
just yeah that that last post credit scene of of WandaVision it's like mm-hmm. okay and especially like with the rumors coming out that the teaser didn't really like align with these rumors but we've seen from like No Way Home they don't show us everything mm-hmm. obviously but yeah. like all the rumors coming out that she's gonna be like very dark side <laughs> in this yeah. movie um mm-hmm. and that post credit scene um from WandaVision you know lends to that theory but um, hopefully, you know, if that does happen, we do get a little more like comfort Wanda before any dark side yeah, stuff happens. Yeah, I know. Her. <laughs> yeah, we love like, domestic Wanda. <laughs> yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Domestic Wanda. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, which you know, I'm I'm very happy. You know, she's she's living. She's on her farm. She's tending to her plants. She seems yeah. to be more at peace than when we last left her. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be. And then because I'm also confused too about that one shot of strange like using chaos magic i'm like okay yeah that's or like weird it looked like he was like breaking it down like he was like yeah diagramming it in the air and was like trying to study it i don't know what's going on i don't, I don't know yeah because yeah. like i thought only like the scarlet witch could use chaos magic like that's how right. agatha knew yeah that, that she was the scarlet witch but then he's but then, doing like, it dark doctor strange's thing is like stealing other people's powers so like that's true too that that would be that would be interesting that would be super interesting yeah 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 hmm Hmm. especially if it's like a like a well because that's the thing too that i'm a little confused about like wanda being a nexus being Mm -hmm. like that means that she's the same in all multiverses is there like right. variants of her but they're like all the same and connected somehow and yeah if supreme strange is like going around the multiverse screwing things up like what his connection yeah. to, to any other wandas might be mm-hmm. i hope we learn more about that in this movie because they have hinted all we know about her being a nexus being is that one nexus commercial in the WandaVision yeah in WandaVision episode seven I think mm-hmm. um so they've like basically like kind of confirmed it but they haven't said anything about what it means so all yeah. we know is like what it means in the comics which is yeah oftentimes super different from what that means in the MCU so yeah yeah they tend to pick and nice. choose from the comics mm-hmm. to what they want to have canon in the MCU and yeah, yeah it's and, and again we can come up with like a million and one theories and speculate all day long and it's fine Mm -hmm. but also at the end of the day you know we want to just make sure that we don't do anything to like because I know a lot of fans were like really disappointed by the end of um WandaVision too like I feel like that disappointment has kind of gone away for the most part and people have been able to like go back and watch the show Mm -hmm. and enjoy it for what it is but like in the moment I know that there was some disappointment yeah we learned from that that was like we're like okay so we're never doing that again yes we got we actually got really lucky that we were pretty much I accurate know, with no right? way home <laughs> can yeah. you imagine can you imagine I just remember thinking like it was like three more hours till I had to see the movie till mm-hmm. I was going to see the movie and I just remember yeah. thinking like I know Andrew and Toby are going to be in this like I feel it in my heart but if they're not I know what the world is going to do like like how is this I don't understand like the cultural impact that that would have if they were yeah. in it. Like, or if they were in worse. it. If yeah. they were in it, but then they did like a Ralph Boner. <laughs> yes, for real. Like a little cameo or something. Yes. It's just the actors. Yeah. It's like, hi, my name is Richard, whatever, yeah, but you I can know. call me Dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With both of them, too. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 And I feel like once we start getting closer to Multiverse of Madness, like that kind of theorizing and hype will like start up again. I feel like for the most part, the fandom is like kind of quiet and chill with Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. 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 Which is a little surprising to me, but. I know. Like to me, I am a big Spider-Man fan. I am not like I was never, I didn't grow up on the other Spider-Man movies. So Mm -hmm. like for me, Tom Holland was like my Spider-Man. So Spider-Man No Way Home was like really exciting. I had seen them before, but like not, it was not like this big, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this movie is coming out. So I didn't understand. Like to me, I was like, the big movie is Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) Like that's where, because No Way Home did it a little bit where it, and then No Way Home ended up being like, the best movie of all time and obviously I'm obsessed with it now but Multiverse of Madness is going to be like the first really first movie to like completely like connect phase four events No Way Home did it a little bit but like just a tiny bit like yeah I remember being so frustrated when Falcon and Winter Soldier came out and it was like no mention of the Westview events like Mm -hmm. this is at virtually the same time or after and Mm -hmm. Like, you're not, like, there's no, like, you're not going to throw in a throwaway line about sword. Like, there's no connection. It felt like a little bit, like, huh. And then Loki, like, you're not going to talk about (laughs) Wanda, like, screwing (laughs) everything up. Or they just, there was never any intersection between any of the shows. Black Widow, obviously, Black Widow takes place way before. Right. right? And then, like, Shang-Chi has no consequence and then we got that little post credit scene anyway my point is multiverse of madness is like the first big like we are addressing westview mm-hmm. we're addressing hopefully loki i hope we get yeah. into loki like yeah. we're gonna i hope that there is a lot that comes together we're addressing no way home like mm-hmm. just a lot of stuff is gonna finally be coming together for the yeah. first time so yeah no i agree it like I feel like, especially with the Falcon, the Winter Soldier and with Hawkeye, I feel like those are supposed to be like more of like what kind of grounds Marvel because when it comes to like the multiverse and everything, like it is so huge and like larger than life that I feel like Marvel almost wants to like balance it out. It did Mm -hmm. feel weird though. Like even like, like you were saying, like there was no mention of sword in the Falcon, the Mm -hmm. Winter Soldier. Like that was like one of the most grounded parts of WandaVision and like a government agency that's supposed to be, you know, the replacement in the MCU for S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're not included at all was yeah. very bizarre. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be, I agree, Multiverse of Madness is going to be what kind of starts piecing everything together. Like we know mm-hmm. that Kang is supposed to be in Quantumania. So we know that that storyline is still going to continue to right. like 2023, 2024. I'm not yeah. sure when that movie's supposed to come out. Yeah. But so it's- excited for that one. I know. I know. It's going to be- really it's gonna be so good. Ant Man's so underrated. Um, it's I know he's so underrated. Ant Man was one of my first favorite like Marvel franchises. Like that is a, that is the like, really really loved franchise in our household. He's so it's he I I just love so like Paul Rudd is like not somebody who you would automatically expect to like play a superhero, but he's like perfect yeah. for Scott Lang. He's so he's, perfect. Yeah, and he like he fit in in Civil War and Avengers Endgame like so well. So mm-hmm. I'm just so happy for him. I'm so proud of him. I know, I know. I love that. <laughs> I love love that for him. Um, but yeah, I, I hope, like you're saying, I do hope that Multiverse of Madness like will 
obviously we know it's going to address Westview. We saw that right off the bat in, in the yeah. teaser. Um, hopefully it does address Loki or like, even if it's like, I mean, with it's literally the multiverse of madness and the whole thing at the end of Loki was like, the multiverse is opening up. Like yeah. it has to tie in somehow. Um, mm-hmm. Did you see, ever see that clip that was going around? Like somebody played the Loki finale and the WandaVision finale, like, and at this exact yes. moment where Kang is like, oh, we crossed the threshold is like when Wanda like powers up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, I saw so, that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, nothing like... Marvel hasn't like outright confirmed or said anything about that to us. Um, that was more of a fan discovery, but I feel like it's with Marvel, we know that there really are no coincidences yeah. that big. So I feel like it has yeah. to be connected somehow. And like, again, hopefully Multiverse of Venice will touch on that or yeah. it's very far away, but like quantum mania, like I just need, I need Marvel to like, st- like how they were doing in Hawkeye, like going back and like kind of like resolving how, Clint and Natasha were supposed to be really good friends, but we never really see uh-huh. them on screen that much. Like they kind of go back and like, they're like, no, see, these are the connections and this is how it all yes. plays out. Yeah. Like filling in those cracks. I yeah. loved that about Hawkeye. Yeah. And it, it did actually, I'm wrong. It, it Hawkeye did a great job at connecting to something else in phase four. Cause it was very like on par with black widow. So oh, yes. I love that yes. element because Blackwood is my favorite movie. So I, I love movie. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So Yelena is such yeah. a blessing to the to the MCU. I know. I know. She's the best. <laughs> and actually now that I'm thinking about it, I know and myself included, like everybody's like obsessed with like the Kate and Yelena friendship. But I actually mm-hmm. think that Yelena and Wanda would be like really good friends too. Right? I know. I feel like Yelena would be so grounding for her. Like she would just talk to her like a person instead of treating her like a weapon or like some scary person. She would just be like, okay, well, you're annoying too. So (laughs) yes, like she would, she would definitely do the same thing. She like breaks into like Wanda's little cabin and like makes macaroni and cheese. (laughs) I could totally see it. (laughs) Like the part in Civil War where Wanda like uses her magic to like throw a knife at Clint's head except it's Yelena she goes hi yeah yes (laughs) just grabs it it's like hello so perfect I love that (laughs) my sister did this to me all the time (laughs) she's just gonna go around Mm. just making a bunch of make make her um sex in the city friend yes oh yeah her fantasy yeah (laughs) yes yeah I love that actually i now i want like a sitcom of of wanda elena and kate in new york city (laughs) that would be so good oh man it'd be so much fun Mm -hmm. so much fun it's (laughs) it's just sad that um you know rip sparky because then otherwise they could have all like had their dogs like having like playdates or something Wanda has sheep now so wanda yes Thinks one of her sheep. She takes one of her sheep. <laughs> she like uses her chaos magic to like make it look like a dog, but it's still like yeah, exactly going like bad. <laughs> like what's wrong with your dog? <laughs> it's like Sparky size, but it's just dying yes. like a sheep. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I love that. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> So going back to like actual things that happened in the MCU, yeah. <laughs> actual things that happened in the MCU, um, I guess 
what like what what would you want to see like the most in it like in multiverse of madness like i know we were talking about like how like you want multiverse menace to like kind of finally connect everything and like start answering mm -hmm. questions but like in terms of like characters character moments or interactions like what's something that you would like mm -hmm. really want out of this movie um i would love to see tommy and billy again but i'm conflicted yes. because i'm super attached to little them mm -hmm. so <laughs> i feel like the only way we're gonna see them is they're like grown up now because we're trying to do the young avengers thing and obviously mm -hmm. the 10 year olds don't fit in with like the like kate bishop who's 21 or whatever right. kind of thing so um i want them back because I love them, but also at the same mm -hmm. time, I'm like, oh, but they'll be old. <laughs> I don't want them to yeah. be old. Um, I, I really hope we see some interesting, because everybody, since WandaVision finished, everybody's been saying mm -hmm. she's going to be the villain in Multiverse of Madness. Mm -hmm. There's been the rumor that she's going to kill people, like yeah. that's going around, which I'm excited for. I think that would be super <laughs> interesting. And I'm not one to shy away from like, moral grayness and i'm not uh like i love wanda i'm not a wanda like i'm not gonna defend her actions at all cost mm -hmm. kind of person but and i would love to see her as a villain but i also from the teaser i think it would be interesting to see her as not the villain the way the teaser looked to me just off the bat was mm -hmm. more like it's a wanda and, and strange team up against dark doctor strange right and she's gonna have to learn how to harness that like dark magic that she's been learning and mm -hmm. use it for good mm -hmm. um so i would love to see that because it's just a little unexpected like everybody's been expecting her to be like the final boss in multiverse yeah. madness and it's like <laughs> well i mean that's like kind of predictable i would be interested yeah. to see it go a different way so mm -hmm. But I don't know. I would be happy with anything. I love Wong. I hope he gets plenty of screen time mm -hmm. as the Sorcerer yes. Supreme now. Yes. Yes. So, Which yeah. it's funny to me because thinking back to the WandaVision finale, how Agatha was like, you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. And I was like, oh, yeah. that means she's going to fight Strange. strange. And I'm like, yeah. well, no, actually now this, the Sorcerer Supreme is Wong. So yeah. does that mean we're going to get, if like they do like, you know, Wanda's like the big bad, like, are we going to get like a mm -hmm. Wong versus Wanda? fight yeah. at some point which would be very interesting <laughs> i know everyone thinks that's like her like torturing him or killing him or whatever in the teaser because yeah. like there's like apparently like some red around his hand or something mm. so yeah i don't know well, i mean i mean to be fair though like marvel edit it's they edit the trailers all the time yeah. like in no way home they yeah. cut out toby and andrew literally from like that yeah. one that one shot so mm -hmm. it 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 might be that that's they're like trying to feed into that or it might be true who knows what could yeah. also be um because you were mentioning how you know it might be you know wanda and steven teaming up against dark steven i almost wonder if and it, again it goes back to like how the whole nexus thing works in the mcu if it's going to be like Wanda and steven versus like a dark wanda and right. steven right yeah that could be really interesting that's like not to talk about star wars but we never mm -hmm. got like anything of dark ray and everyone was so excited mm -hmm. that we were gonna like get yeah. dark ray and then in rise of skywalker we didn't get anything so that yeah. would be cool to like see yeah. more of the like dark versions mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I already the dark version she might Who be knows? she might be Who will knows? they merge into one and make the the morally gray like you know struggling right. with the magic but like still wanting to do good mm -hmm. kind of mm -hmm. thing like yeah 
possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm, completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I just think I, I, despite the lack of hype that this movie has right now, I do think it's probably going to, if not match No Way Home, blow No Way Home out of the water. Like, I, don't get me wrong. No Way Home is fantastic. And I agree. It's like one of my favorite movies now. Yeah. But I do think Multiverse of Madness, especially with all the rumors coming out about like the reshoots to have like more cameos and stuff. I think it's going to be just such a huge project that it's, it's going to surpass all of our expectations. Like no question. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm super mad about the delays, obviously, because yeah. it's supposed to come out in March and now it's in I May. I know. I know. But the fact that it's, I know, I'm, <laughs> I've cried my tears over it. But <laughs> the fact that it is the first thing we're going to have after a five month period of nothing mm-hmm. is really going to do wonders. Like people are still reeling from No Way Home and Hawkeye yeah. now and like processing. Everyone's really into Daredevil right now. Everyone's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, it's trending on Netflix now, yeah. which I love. I know. Um, I'm so happy. <laughs> so I know. So everyone's watching Daredevil, which is great. So mm-hmm. like, this is a good, this is a great time to watch Daredevil. It's a great time to watch, you know, uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones and all of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's going to be happening a lot during that five month period, but yes. it's five whole months. And at some point we're all going to get bored of that and have mm-hmm. nothing. And that's when they're going to hit us with all the like little posters and promos mm-hmm. and it's all going to start coming. And then people are just going to go insane. That's what I yeah. think is going to happen. I agree. And I think it's gonna, cause I feel like that was part of the reason why Part of the reason why WandaVision was so successful, like right off the bat, was because we waited over a year for new Marvel yeah. content. Like it, totally. like the pandemic postponed everything. Like after yeah. Far From Home, it that which came out like in July 2019. So we went through like a year and a half of nothing. Yeah. So yeah. I think yeah, I think Multiverse of Madness is gonna benefit from like the same kind of thing where it's like after a year yeah. of having something new every single week and then going cold turkey for like five months yeah yeah <laughs> I think Mar- Marvel knows what they're doing like they're definitely yeah. like it's all part of our evil plan mm-hmm. and it's it's like not a soft opening at all it's not like mm-hmm. opening with something like Hawkeye it's opening no. with like I mean essentially a horror movie I keep forgetting this movie is supposed to be like also right. a horror movie which You're right. I love horror so I'm really excited for that but yes yeah it's, it's just gonna be so much impact I'm really excited to see like where that goes and then it's like yeah. that's in May the next thing is Love and Thunder in June yes. right uh, so, June or July yeah okay yeah July I think yeah so we have a little while to like just chew on that movie which makes yeah. me wonder is that intentional like do they want to <laughs> give us so much of a period to just like think about this movie yeah like, yeah which also makes me wonder too like what shows are going to be released and when this year yeah because yeah, I haven't said like yeah. anything no yeah no we're yeah. going into 2022 like as far as we know multiverse of and I hope that that stays the case that multiverse of menace will be the first thing that we get yeah. from Marvel this year um because I think it would be a shame unless it like somehow ties into multiverse of menace I think it would be a shame to kind of like let the fans get like hyped about something else and that yeah. I feel like will potentially detract from any hype for multiverse yeah. of menace I feel like the focus mm-hmm. should just be on that movie 
like to start yeah. off, especially because like we're saying, it's going to be this big thing. So yeah. just because this was something I noticed about Marvel last year, like especially because WandaVision was like the first and only thing they had going on. There was like so much effort going into the marketing. But once you yes. had all these shows and movies overlapping with each other, it felt like <laughs> it felt like they just didn't know what to do anymore completely like shang yeah, chi still, that whole yes i was just thing, gonna say that they had yeah. no marketing for shang chi no yeah none none yeah, it was, it was terrible they need i don't know because it, it kind of got fixed like by eternals i feel like eternals on yeah. it kind of like resolved it it could also be because good. that yeah. was like yeah so i don't know if they just hired more people or if they figured out some sort of yeah. like plan or something but yeah i don't want that what happened to shang chi to happen to multiples yeah. of menace it's like it just got lost because yeah. i feel like what if had more promo than shang chi like we were seeing yeah. captain carter on like freaking everything i know, I know. And, <laughs> and it's like but what about sean and katie like yeah excuse me like, like and it's like one of the most beautiful movies that came out this year is. like there are visuals for you to mm-hmm. use in advertising mm-hmm. and they didn't do like anything with like yeah. I can barely think about the posters there I can remember yeah. a couple I, but they're they didn't do the whole like character poster thing that no. they've been doing like no yeah. they did it wow. they did it and it's like weird to me too because it's not like it's a movie that would like it's not like a no way home where like you yeah. can't give too much away because it's going to spoil the whole thing it's like that's yeah. not the kind of movie it was yeah you so, want to promote it more because yeah. it's like less it's a new character so there's less mm-hmm. hype mm-hmm. so yeah i know yeah yeah we've, yeah we've talked about this before but wandavision had the best promotional era it really did it, like, like the posters were amazing they were releasing like i remember they did this one like mid-season trailer that was like a minute yes. a minute long and i was like this is beautiful i yeah. watched it like a million times it was so I good know. and the way that like it was for sure the most suspenseful show this year yeah. and like the most like built up in every episode like you needed to know what was going on in the next one so yeah. when they were releasing stuff like that they were super strategic about like we have to like we're gonna like carefully put this shot in and we know everyone's yes. gonna go crazy over it yeah. or like they just they did that so well and then it was like mm-hmm. obviously so creative because they were doing all the like tv advertisements yes but it was like the different character posters or like mm-hmm. the oh, the posters where it was like the character and then like all the different like TVs yes. with like yes so creative and so cool mm-hmm. I want one for my walls I don't have any but like they're yeah. so cool it was so good yeah. it was yeah. it it really was a a beautiful simpler yet not time mm-hmm. I love the I loved the chaos of this year but mm-hmm. especially near the end, like, so we had Eternals, Hawkeye, and No Way Home. Yeah. And those were so sandwiched that it just felt really, really crazy. What I would have done, I would have loved if Eternals had come out during this five-month window that we're about to have. Hmm. Because Eternals yeah. is not seasonal. So, right. like, Hawkeye obviously had to come out at Christmas yes. time. Mm-hmm. And No Way Home, like, had that Christmas time ending and was, like, you know, an end of the year kind of thing. So, like, those yeah. were good. But I I'm, 
Eternals was one of my favorite movies and Mm -hmm. I felt like I wasn't able to focus on Hawkeye because I was still trying to process Eternals and then No Way Home was coming out during like the Hawkeye like big finale time it was just like and then like it's like you guys didn't ration this well because now we have all of this time Mm -hmm. with nothing I know (laughs) couldn't have had like something in there instead of framing it all in at the end but I feel like they sacrificed a lot of the advertising like you're saying for that like yeah. it was just like the marvel instagram whoever was running that kudos to you for like, real <laughs> for real like at least f- posting at least five things a day like just about like 10 different projects yeah crazy no it's true and and i do feel like because and the thing is too i almost forgot about this miss marvel was supposed to come out last year in 2021 yes. yeah marvel was like, they were saying like september october right yeah yeah. yeah. So that was like another thing. So, and I, I almost wonder if, cause I, I'm pretty sure like the, all the movies for, for this year, um, 2022 got pushed because of like the reshoots for, for multiverse of madness. Yeah. But I almost wonder if their thought was like, Oh, we can put Miss Marvel in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And, but apparently it's not coming out till like the summer or something like that I know I don't know they're being so weird with this show they they're saying like nothing yeah I know and everyone's just like will you tell us what's going on what's going on with it yeah I feel like we know more about the Marvel's movie than we do about Mm -hmm. (laughs) Miss Marvel Marvel yeah 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 and it's weird considering the fact that you know this is supposed to lead into that movie so you would think you'd be the other way around but it's not and they actually filmed this show like we've seen the footage but we yeah, seen the show. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh God. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, just you know, just, you know, talking. Speaking of shows, like if they were to give WandaVision, like not necessarily another season, because I feel like they wrapped up the show perfectly. Yeah. Like it doesn't need to to continue. But like, if you were to give it like another episode, like what decade? Or like, would it be like a time of year episode? Like what would like be your like dream, mm. like one more episode for WandaVision? Like if Disney Plus is just going to drop like a random special mm-hmm. in this five yeah. month period, what would it be? I love that. I love that so much. Um, well, like you said, it's not really, I mean, Wanda says to quote Wanda in WandaVision, mm-hmm. it's not that kind of show. It's yeah. not the kind of show that has a season two, mm-hmm. but if they were to drop another episode, I would love like, I feel like a birthday episode would have been really fun. Oh. I would have loved oh. to see the twins like celebrating either Vision's birthday mm-hmm. or Wanda's birthday or one of the twins' birthdays, which would be yes. really chaotic and hilarious because yes. they like age up randomly <laughs> or like yes. even like Agnes's birthday like there's so much room this is the thing that I have really like was super into about the show when it was coming out is Mm -hmm. they imply in the show that there are more episodes than the one we're seeing yes than the ones we're seeing they imply that there was like a whole season of the 50s and the whole Mm -hmm. season of the 60s so yeah my head canoning (laughs) is that like there are episodes that we just don't know that have happened and I think that there's like I think there's like a season for every decade so there could be so much content I want 
Marvel, can you hire me? I would love to write the in-between episodes for you. <laughs> Come in. Like, they don't have to have any consequence whatsoever. They can just be sitcom yeah. episodes. Yes. But just, like, come in yeah. all of the, like, I love Lucy misunderstandings. Mm-hmm. The, like, oh, they're just so fun. One of my favorite sitcom tropes is, or, like, old sitcom tropes is mm-hmm. when the, like, two main characters switch roles for the day it's so Uh, classic like they do it in the Brady Bunch they do it in mm -hmm. everything where like the husband and the wife are like I think your job I think my job is harder I think my job is harder and then they switch for a day I think that would be so funny to see them do that in WandaVision I don't know there's so much potential for like what we missed (laughs) that would be great just imagining Vision you know trying to like especially if you're doing like a a 70s or 80s episode like where you know Wanda is still very much like the stay-at-home mom seeing Mm -hmm. Vision like trying to like wrangle the twins and Wanda like being in the office Uh like yeah I would see it as like a 70s episode so it's like there's still babies he has to like watch the babies Mm -hmm. cook the food he's terrible at cooking we already know that so like yes the chaos (laughs) Wanda's trying to deal with stuff with Mr. Hart at work Mm -hmm. like it would just be so funny it'd be so good it'd be so good I feel like there would be a room for a joke like the temptation to like make Mr. Hart choke again because he's being like like just so like true. misogynistic yeah, or just like, like annoying she's close. Like, yeah <laughs> and she's everyone at work is like so frustrated with her because vision works at like the speed of sound yes and he like yes. probably does everybody else's work for them <laughs> and then she's like so slow and they're all like why are you so slow <sighs> oh my gosh that's so good yeah and then you have agnes just like barging in and vision's just like yeah this is suspicious <laughs> i'm not comfortable <laughs> with this something's wrong yeah. here yeah she's like I'll watch the twins he's like no <laughs> like hey kiddo oh where's Wanda yeah exactly <laughs> exactly oh man oh I miss Agnes I'd watch it I'd watch the heck out of yeah. that mm-hmm, for sure <laughs> yes I miss Agnes too I miss she was and, and also can we just say like I love don't get me wrong I love like I, I loved the WandaVision theme songs they're they're great they were bops agatha's song number one the best Emmy award-winning yes we won an emmy for that yes song. Like, we did well deserved as we I'm should still not, i'm never gonna be over that like <laughs> this show is emmy award-winning and one mm-hmm. of those emmys was for that song yep which like as it should like you just said like it is totally deserving of that but it's also it is. hilarious and i just love it and the cultural impact of that like when that song came out yeah how everyone was singing it it was like topping charts yes <laughs> yes were really into they, they, were, they loved the song and i mean like i know for good reason <laughs> i, I like i still listen to that song every now and then like Same. it's just so and then there were like the mm-hmm. parodies being made of it and everything it's just oh, yes like mm-hmm. yeah like Catherine Hahn, she's an icon so good for yeah. her I know. Glad for you that you had that success, Catherine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I hope that we do see her in Multiverse of Madness. Me I hope too. Yeah. I would cry if we saw her again. Yes. 
I miss her so much. Like, oh, she was just such a good villain and such a good character, like villain or yeah. not. She was just, mm-hmm. and her acting, like, I just remember being so mad when the Emmys were happening. I watched yeah. them all day. So I'm the most mad about Lizzie Olsen not getting the Emmy, but right. Catherine Hahn's loss was was big for me too. Like yeah. they just they moved between styles of sitcom yes. so well. I mean, the acting in this show is just phenomenal. Like, how mm-hmm. can you even compare that to like so yeah. Anya Taylor Joy won for the Queen's Gambit, which mm-hmm. I love the Queen's Gambit and she was amazing mm-hmm. in that show but like Elizabeth Olsen like they're acting through seven different styles of sitcom yeah different periods of time and then all underneath it she's like playing this morally gray slightly evil also just grieving trying to do the right thing trying to just protect her family mm-hmm. like unaware of what's happening but slowly realizing there's so many layers to what is going on and they mm-hmm. all all three of them Catherine Hahn, Paul Bettany and um Elizabeth Olsen yeah. just killed it like I just they did I know I can't I, even think of a performance that would compare to that like no and that goes back to, so to what we were saying how like it's hard to compare WandaVision to anything because yeah. it it meshed different genres that like you would never think could mesh before and yeah it's true like the actors had to be able to you know travel between these different genres and these different time periods and the thing is it's like they made the previous decade feel like the, those decade episodes feel so authentic yeah like it feels like you could like you could put those episodes in like any other like actual sitcom from that time for real and they put in the yeah. work too it's mm-hmm. not like they even just like edited all edited no. it all over to like make it look good like they did the live studio audience yes. that assembled episode like the is actual so effects interesting with like yeah, the, the way that everything. they did everything yes, yes where she would with... just freeze and then they would like yeah. replace the mm-hmm. chicken with a burnt chicken mm-hmm. or like or the eggs with a burnt chicken yeah that's it's so it makes my job so fun because I do all of the exact same effects on TikTok and I do it in mm-hmm. the same way that they did it because I just will freeze have someone replace whatever's in front of me and then like yeah. it's it's really it, they just did it so they 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 took all of the hard steps and put in all the work and yep. you can just tell how much like yeah. love was poured into that project yep it, it really did like cast crew the you know the the development team like I feel like everybody was just so deserving of like all the awards for yeah. this show because it like there, there was there's been nothing like it before there's been nothing yeah. like the show before and I don't think there'll ever be a show that really comes close to the same level like no like you're saying like putting in that level of work and commitment to like doing all these effects and like getting the lighting to be exactly the way it was in those studio audiences in, in the 50s yeah. like it's and again it's also like a budget thing like Marvel can afford to do this mm-hmm. but the fact right. that they can afford to do it and they actually did it that it's those are two different yeah. things like it would have been yeah. very easy for them to justify not doing it because of the cost because they're super successful marvel studios and the fans won't care either way in their mind like they they're like no you know what we want to do this we want to commit and actually make it the best we possibly can and they did and you know the world know. is better for it <laughs> i know and i mean like i coming from a place of like i my whole 
all my friends get so annoyed watching anything period with me because I'm so critical (laughs) of like the way that they pull it off I'm really big on hair like hair has to be accurate to Mm -hmm. the period and it really bugs me when they'll cheat it or like do like a modern hairstyle and like say it's like that's not the beauty standard of the time though like right you were you can't lie about it and say this is period accurate Mm-hmm. when it's not if you want to like loosely if you're if it's like a loose interpretation that's fine whatever it's creative but like if you're saying this is an interpretation of the period you have to do it right and right. just seeing the way that they did that the hair the costumes like everything was handmade and hand designed and so accurate like I can yeah. put my stamp of approval on like my expertise kind of stops after the 60s or the 70s maybe so I don't know as much about like the 80s and the 90s and whatever but mm-hmm. um at least those first three episodes like I can put my stamp of approval as a licensed nothing but just really into <laughs> historical fashion um that they did it so well and that was one of the things that just made me fall in love with it because I have so much issue with like stuff when it's like this doesn't feel like you put a lot of effort in and yeah. you just were like making it period as like another element to the story and then you didn't actually go there so mm-hmm. and just like it always sticks with me in the assembled episode they show that literally the they have their live studio audience for the first episode and the chairs that they were yeah. in were mm-hmm. fit to the period the chairs that the studio audience was watching the show being recorded not in the show has nothing to do with the actual thing that's being filmed but the chairs mm-hmm. are like accurate to the period they had all of the studio audience dress up 1950s yeah. to come like the level of dedication i just look people do not appreciate it enough and then people just complain about like this is not marvel like I would argue that it's maybe the purest form of Marvel. Marvel's different than it used to be. Yeah. This is Marvel now. Like, you're right. Marvel is creative and beautiful and interesting and wacky and weird. And that's where we are. It's not just a bunch of white guys punching people now. Like, that's that's not what it is. So if you can't roll with that, then sorry. Like, you're not going to like where it keeps going. (laughs) It's not going to be fun for you. It's true. Like, Anybody who's gone through all of phase four at this point who has not seen that Marvel is going in a different direction with its storytelling, with the way it approaches its storytelling, has not been yes. paying attention because beyond WandaVision, like we were talking before, Shang-Chi, like the visuals, like it felt so different. Like it still felt like Marvel, but it felt like a, like you're saying, like a new form of Marvel. Yeah. Like I feel like even with Black Widow, like, even though, like, that story is very much, like, a Marvel story, just, like, the cinematography, it, like, at times it felt more like an indie film than anything else, like, anything non-action, yeah, any, like, non-action scene felt more like an indie film than anything else, and, you know, and even the action was so interestingly choreographed, Mm -hmm. and, like, from overhead angles, which we don't see a lot in action, just, like, really really interesting like lens flares or like shifting perspective from one character to another and like Mm -hmm. really heavy held moments between characters like I think Mm -hmm. of when like Natasha and Yelena are pointing guns at each other in the apartment and it's just like this like moment of tension like Mm -hmm. it everything is personal and necessary and it's not just a bunch of punching I don't know it's just so good now 
It's true. No, it's true. It, it, like you said, it's not just punching anymore. Like, and thinking about how you're talking about the way they shoot like fight scenes now, I, I immediately thought of the Eternals actually. Yes. Like it's, it, they, it, it would have been so easy, like Icarus, for example, to make him mm-hmm. feel just like Superman. But yeah. the, they approached shooting his sequences in such a way that you can see the similarities, but you're not immediately thinking of Superman. Like you're looking at like this, like there's just so many gorgeous shots yeah. in that film that I, I've loved Marvel since like phase one, but mm-hmm. those earlier phases, they were not shot the same way that they're doing movies no. now. Like yeah. it's, it's a completely different look. I mean, the standard is just so much higher now. Like, mm-hmm. we're not talking about WandaVision anymore. But in a way, it's like <laughs> it, the same. It, WandaVision it's, it opened the door for all of this. Exactly. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it. they started as, like, they were just looking to nudge their way into the action genre. Marvel was not really a thing at all. Yeah. And then, like, with, like, John Favreau and Iron Man. And then it became the the thing it is now and the got the cult following that it has and became so mainstream where it was not that before. And I think that one of the things that I love about film is that uh, over time, it is just like the standard for things being really well done has just gotten better over time. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like today I think about um, Encanto, the Disney movie that recently came out, like, mm-hmm. it's just so, like, the focus on, like, the visuals, and yeah. the writing, and the story, like, you don't, it's, like, that's the standard for kids' movies now, is that they're, like, really, really good, or just superhero movies, they have to be really, really good, I think that's where a yeah. lot of other companies that do superhero stuff are, like, struggling to catch up, because Marvel caught that really fast, and then with phase four, they're just, knocking it out of the park with just like their complex storylines everything is Mm -hmm. character driven rather than action driven which drives the whole plot and then just Mm -hmm. brings everything together so nicely and female-led oh like I could talk about that for hours like we have female-led and POC Mm -hmm. characters so many more than we ever did in the past just in phase four alone like yeah just oh the eternals like I just I have so much love for phase four so yes yes and like we said before WandaVision built phase four in a cave with a box of scraps yeah and I mean also it set the standard like people were like so this is where we're going and I'm expecting this level of excellence from everything else and we Mm -hmm. got it yep like that was every I'm not picky I love everything in phase four yeah a lot of people hate on Loki I think it was it's not my favorite but I still think there were things about it that were really fun really cool yeah like like, I agree like Loki's definitely not my it's probably my least favorite in phase four but I can still appreciate like the like the costume design the cinematography like even if you're not a fan of the story you can still appreciate the look of the show yeah. and it goes it ties I back into that. the whole idea that marvel has really raised the standard for themselves in terms of how they present the story and all the different facets that go into that because it's not just about yeah you know this the script is super important but it's now yeah we're, we're so visual now that yes. it's it they they are just doing such a good job of like like with the costumes, like the costumes in phase four have been phenomenal with the, with the soundtrack. Like, I don't think there's like a single soundtrack that I have not loved in phase four. 
it's just it's it's just i phase four is easily the most not only like story-wise it's not only like the best story phase but it's also like the most visually appealing phase yeah it's just beautiful in every mm -hmm. like aspect like the sound like you're talking yeah. about the soundtrack mm -hmm. everything is just so interesting i love the wandavision soundtrack because again it's so yes. creative like so the way that christoph beck the composer for that mm -hmm. did not just like the theme songs that robert anderson and Kristen, robert lopez and Kristen anderson lopez did but the mm -hmm. like the soundtrack the score for each individual yeah. episode completely different for every single episode like yep, yep. we haven't had that with another phase four show where there's a different soundtrack for each episode you can yeah. find the soundtrack for each wandavision episode on spotify and i yeah. just like it's so fun and again like just the detail and the work that's poured into it it's just and then like the way that it would evolve so like with the 80s episode we talked about where that's when conflict first comes in yeah the way that that soundtrack jumps from like family ties that vibe and like the piano jingles and like yes. cheesy really cheesy 80s music and then it would just like subtly fade into this like really ominous sound mm -hmm. that we got from when they would fight or like when yes. vision would notice something was up and the soundtrack would just sometimes actually that is super interesting sometimes the soundtrack would get weird and sometimes it would stay sitcom and that was super creepy yeah like when yeah. he would notice something was up and it would just like be like -na -na -na. and like it was just super like it's like that's what's so creative because yeah. again I'm like remembering all of the love that I have for this show over this mm -hmm. episode with you but <laughs> like the production in itself is also Wanda yeah. so it's like this just crazy layered thing of like the soundtrack was composed by Christoph Beck but in the show, the soundtrack was composed by Wanda. Yes. So she's controlling the music and she's controlling the credits and she's mm -hmm. controlling like the, the, the cinematography and the shots yeah. and the filming style. And yeah, it's just so cool. Yes. It's like, girl, I need whatever you got your film degree. I, I need to know because I know please <laughs> I'm going there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it yeah. it truly is like one of the best. Like I don't care like how many other shows Marvel comes out with. Like WandaVision will always be like at the top. Like it'll yeah. it, it might get knocked down maybe one or two, but like it's always going to be like in the top three. There's no question. Yeah. Like it's just such a good show. I mean, it's that unique. There's nothing that will. There's definitely nothing that will try to do that category again and topple yeah. it from there. That's for yeah. sure. Well, that's it for this episode of the Fans Room Report. Thank you guys all so much for watching. And thank you, Lauren, again, so much for joining. Is there any last you know, thoughts, comments, anything that you want to share before we sign off? Mm. If you don't like WandaVision, give it another shot. Just watch it again under the lens of like, this is really good cinema just yes. watch it under that lens if if not if you're mad about it being in marvel just appreciate it with that lens at least and then yeah my tiktok username is little miss scarlet witch i create all wanda content i impersonate her i have like every costume she's ever worn <laughs> so if you want to see that and then my instagram is lauren underscore underscore karis and uh 
if you want like the vintage stuff that I do day to day, that's on there pretty much. And that's about it. I will definitely be linking all of the socials yeah. in, this, in the description box. So make sure you guys click those links and follow because Lauren's content is fantastic. And you make all the all of the costumes too for Wanda, Pretty right? Much, yeah. So I have a couple that I bought, but mostly, yeah. Mostly, mostly homemade. So super talented, super entertaining. So make sure you guys hit the follow button on her socials. Um, well, thank you again, Lauren, so much yeah. for joining joining me Thank today you for having and me it was so anytime fun. anytime definitely yeah. gonna have you on again in the future yeah <laughs> and thank you guys again for watching i will see you in the next episode bye yeah bye